morning, good morning, good morning. Hey everybody, how are you this morning? Did you guys have a good weekend? Happy Tuesday. Hey, I was thinking, instead of calling you guys my fearless followers or my faithful followers, is it insulting if I call y'all my minions? I mean, I love the minions. They're like short and fat and squishy and they talk funny and followers sounds kind of cultish to me. I don't know. I don't think I'm a, like a cult sensation yet, you know? Nah. So, my minions. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, so you guys are now my minions, now that we've gotten that established. And let's see. I want to talk to you guys today about parenting. Um, there's a couple of reasons. I had, I had some things I'd been thinking about just in general, because my mind is always wandering. Um, but one of the things that, that stuck in my mind, or that came to my mind, was how difficult it is to be a parent. And when you have a disability, it makes everything in life more difficult, including parenting. Um, as a kid, I always said I didn't want to have kids. I didn't want to have kids. I didn't want to have kids. And there's lots of reasons people don't want to have kids. You know, people don't want to have kids because they want, you know, their career. They're focused on their career. Or um, they don't want to spend the money. Uh, women, you know, don't want to ruin their bodies. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of reasons. Um, most of them selfish. Uh, that people don't want to have kids. Now me, I didn't want kids for two reasons. One, I, I didn't think I'd be a very good mom for the fact that I couldn't see. Like, how was I going to keep up with kids if I can't see? And, you know, I, I didn't know any better. You know, I thought, oh my gosh, what if I have a, you know, a baby and then the next day I lose my sight? How am I even going to, I, I just, I, I couldn't even fathom it, you know, as a, as a, you know, preteen or early teenager, I really could not fathom how that would work. I, you know, I, I figured people do it, but I just didn't want to. I didn't want any part of it. And then I also didn't want, I knew that my eye condition was hereditary and I didn't want to pass that down to anybody else. Um, not only because I know how bad it sucks, but because I don't know that I could take care of somebody else that had the same, you know what I mean? Like, the blind leading the blind. Uh, and now keep in mind, these are all thoughts going through my head when I was a kid, okay? It's not how I feel now. Because obviously, I mean, I've, I'm living proof. You can do it and you can be successful. Um, but at that time, I just, I really, I, I just didn't think it was possible. And so I actually even wrote out in crayon. My dad was like, I want that in writing. So I did. I wrote it out. I said, I'm never going to have kids. It's just that I just don't, I don't want kids. And, you know, I love my kids. I love them dearly. But I hated being a parent. And they know this. My kids and I, you know, I am very open and honest with my kids. My kids, they know all of them. They've read my book. You know, I, I've always been open with my kids. And because I want to foster that kind of a relationship. Now, I know, not stupid, I, I'm quite sure that my kids have a whole separate life other than the one I know about, and it's probably better that way. 
you know, I don't want to know some of the crap they're up to. I really don't. It's, it's just better that way that I don't. You know what I mean? Some things we just don't need to know about our kids. <laughs> some things we don't want to know about our kids. Even if we think we want to know, you don't want to know. Trust me. And so my kids know that I, I didn't enjoy being a parent. It was hard. And, you know, of course, most of the reason it was hard is because I was single for a huge part of it. Um, but anyways, that's not, that's not the point of this. I, am, I, I recently have been thinking about, well, you know, I got diagnosed at four, so I knew my whole life. And I've been able to prepare and learn and grow and all that. But having now met a few people that have been diagnosed with RP in their 20s and 30s, it makes me a little more, you know, worried for my kids because they're all in their 20s. So, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know how any one of them would react if they found out that they were going to, that they had this, this eye disease. Now, granted... I have not gone totally blind yet, which is beyond the belief of all my eye doctors, but you know, and I would hope that my kids would be the same way. Um, but the fact of the matter is we don't know. And, and I just pray that they don't end up with it at all. And that just makes it, you know, even better. Um, but as I was thinking about all this, it came to my remembrance that when Nathaniel was like two or three, his father, father, his father filed for custody and cited that I was losing my eyesight and therefore unfit to be a parent. And that lit my fire. Let me tell you guys, that right there is the whole reason why I'm doing what I'm doing today. That comment in those, paper, in those papers lit a fire in my butt that you guys would not believe. I, I, I became so angry. I thought, how dare you? I, I was not uh, unfit to lay down with. I was not unfit to live with and be with for four years. I was not unfit to raise my other two kids. Where in the hell do you get off now saying that I'm unfit, you piece of garbage? And, and that's just kind of where it went. And it snowballed from there. And let me tell you something. I don't care if you're blind, deaf, in a wheelchair, you got one arm. I don't, I don't care. Don't let anybody tell you you are unfit to be a parent because that's nonsense. It's absurd. It's, it goes beyond ignorant and beyond stupid into absurdity okay now if you if 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 you know you happen to be in a wheelchair um but your house is a pigsty your kids haven't eaten in two days and they've been wearing the same clothes for a week that's a different story that's neglect okay so please don't misunderstand me not everybody it, you know, just because you can make a baby doesn't mean you can take care of one, okay? And that has nothing to do with being disabled, okay? I want to make sure to get that across to you guys. It has nothing to do with being disabled, okay? So let's talk about some of the challenges, right? So I had my kids convinced for several years when they were 
really small that I had x-ray vision because they, they could not understand how I always knew what they were up to, even though I wasn't in the same room. Um, and then once I started going to their schools and teaching, you know, teaching about blindness and that kind of stuff, they learned that when one sense goes, the other senses are heightened. And so they just, they knew I could hear everything they were doing, you know, and you know, my kids, they're just like any other kids. They try to get away with crap, you know, no, I didn't see you grab the chips and take them into your room at two o'clock in the morning. But when I wake up here in a crinkle, crinkle, crinkle of the paper chip bag, or I mean the potato chip bag, then I'm pretty sure I know what's going on, you know? And uh, <laughs> it, it's funny how kids, they just, they don't, I don't know, they think parents are stupid. <laughs> it amazes me. Um, now, you know, you choose your battles and, you know, there were some things that I just didn't even, whatever, I'm not even gonna fight with you about it. But other things, you know, posed a threat. Um, Tyler used to leave the darn dishwasher door down all the time. I don't know how many times I've nailed my shins on the stupid dishwasher door, but I will tell you that's probably one of the most painful things. Holy crap. Oh, hurts so bad. Um, but at one point I decided my kids needed sensitivity training. And so where I was working up in Washington, the Services for the Blind, they had these goggles that were uh, designed to simulate different eye diseases and different levels of blindness. And so I took home the ones that were for RP and I had all my kids wear them and I had them try and get around the house. I had, you know, I just had them do basic, go get a glass of water, um, go upstairs and put your shoes on or, you know, whatever. I had them do all kinds of basic stuff with these goggles on so that they could get an idea of what it was like to see things the way I did. And I thought that was so fantastic. I really did. I thought it was so fantastic. I, uh, I, I think that Having communication with your kids is so important about these kind of things. Um, not even, even if you as the parent are not disabled, just having the conversation with your kids about people with disabilities, you know, that's not something they teach you in school. They don't, they don't teach you about disabilities in school. They really don't, and, and they should. Uh, nowadays, they don't teach you anything in school that they should, but that's beside the point. Um, certain things just, you, you have to teach your kids and, you know, thinking a lot of it's a mindset. Okay. See people with disabilities have, seem to have a bad, a bad stereotype, like we're less or incapable or, you know, now, granted, in this country, you know, we're treated way better than we would be in other countries. You know, in other countries, all the blind people would be locked up in a camp somewhere making quilts or something. I don't know. But, you know, society as a whole does not treat disabled people with very much dignity or respect. Um, and that starts by teaching our kids 
it, it starts by teaching our kids about different disabilities and about, you know, we teach about race. We teach about um, gender identity now. I mean, why? Why is it that we can teach our kids to be accepting of some things but not teach them to be accepting of other things? If you're going to accept people for who they are, that includes everybody and not just the people like you, correct? Right? I mean, so that would include everybody with disabilities. I don't understand why we are singled out like we're this segregated group of people. And in fact, we get lumped in with the seniors for some reason. I don't know who that's more offensive to, to be honest. Like I'm only 45, 40, what, what am I, 46? And I'm lumped in with the seniors on Medicare because I'm disabled. Like I don't understand why that's, <laughs> I don't know. And I guess it's not a bad thing, but it's just, you know, I don't know, I'm kind of rambling now. Sorry, that was a side, side road. I didn't mean to get off on that. <laughs> so let's talk about schooling. Okay, because your kids gotta go to school, right? <clears throat> if you, I, I'm, please know that I am speaking mostly my experience is, being, is with being blind as my disability. But these principles, these concepts, these ideas, everything I'm saying um, goes for disabilities across the board, okay? Goes without saying, I mean, across the board. So please don't, don't misunderstand that. And I'm including uh, mental disabilities as well as physical, okay? Um, so these are just some, some tips I have um, for you parents, okay, if you are a parent. Um, and I know a lot of you that are my age have younger kids um, still in school and such because, you know, I was young and dumb and started really early reproducing. Um, although I don't regret that now. I really don't. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, so, so here's a couple tips. First of all, when your kids start school, each year, make sure that you have a relationship with their teacher or teachers because kids are going to pull crap and it's a lot easier for them to get away with stuff when their parent is disabled. Um, it really is because we don't catch as much stuff. Like, I, you know, and that's just the truth. That's just the honest truth. Um, there were homework assignments I couldn't help with there you know and I didn't you know of course the teacher if the teacher doesn't know me or know my situation the kids gonna go like yeah yeah mom my mom wouldn't help me with my homework is probably what they would get and then I look like an a-hole that didn't help their kid with their homework right um, kids tell all kinds of stories and they'll tell even more stories if it means you know that they don't they think they can save their hide um, so make sure you have a good relationship with the teachers because they're your biggest advocate while your kid is in school. Um, my kids got bullied because of my disability. And, you know, their, their teachers were very well aware of my disability. They knew me. They knew who I was. I made an appearance at the school, and this was even before. In fact, the bullying kind of stopped 
after I started going there and the kids started seeing the dog and meeting me and, you know, it's funny how kids will be one of two, two ways. They will either be very um, understanding and empathetic and, and just get it. Oh, wow, your, mom has, your mom's blind. Wow, what's that like? Or they're going to be mean jerks and they're going to pick on you. And there's not really a whole lot of middle ground because kids don't, the kids, kids don't know a whole lot about middle ground. You know what I mean? Kids are extreme. Um, and so you have to prepare your children for that as well. It's not just you that's affected by your disability. Um, so make sure your kids are informed and educated about your disability and make sure that they can communicate to their peers in a way that they understand and that, you know, keeps them from getting their ass kicked. I mean, quite honestly, I mean, it, 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 kids suck, dude. They're mean. Kids are so mean and they don't care. And so you just, you need to make sure that your kids, this, kids are going to get picked on for everything. Anything and everything. And unfortunately, you being disabled is just more ammunition for the little brats. I don't know what else to tell you. It just is. Um, so that's going to be my first tip. Okay. My second tip is make friends with a couple of the parents. Um, a couple of your kids' friends, parents. Now, granted, you should always know your kids' friends and your kids' friends' parents, where they're going and who they're with, always. Um, but if you can't drive, your child is going to miss out on a lot of stuff if you don't have an ally that can help. Um, my kids, they did miss out on some stuff. They did. I did my very, very best, and, you know, uh, their schools were within walking distance, so they were able to participate in a lot of the school activities that were there at the school, plays and intramural sports and things like that. But um, other things like sleepovers or, you know, camping trips or anything like that, that I, you know, I had to rely on somebody else. And so having other people that you can rely on is incredibly important uh, for you and for your children because your, your kids, I, and this is going to come out wrong, but your kids shouldn't have to suffer because our kids should not have to suffer because of our disability. Our job as parents is to do the best we can with what we've got. And sometimes that means asking for help. And I know we all hate it, None of us like it, but, you know, work something out. Hey, you know what? You drive my kids um, back and forth to the, to the thing for a week, and we'll have your kids over to spend the night over the weekend. You know, work something out with the other parents so that your kids can be involved and, and not be left out. You know, now, of course, if your kids don't want to be involved with stuff, that's fine. But, you know, most kids want to be involved. They want to be popular. They want to have friends. And, you know, if they're being excluded from things because you can't drive, that sucks, dude. Don't do that to your kids. That, that's not right. And 
you know, and, and that was hard for me because I did have my license at first. And, and so giving that up and, and learning to relinquish the driving duties to other people was very, very difficult for me. And um, so believe me when I tell you that I understand that. And, and I, I really, truly do. Um, but that's definitely another ally you want to have. Um, and I think the very biggest, biggest thing that you can do is keep open communication with your kids. Um, if your kids feel like they can talk to you about stuff, they won't do as much stuff behind your back. And unfortunately, if you have a disability, they're going to do more stuff behind your back than they would if you didn't. Um, because they can get away with it easier, at least in their mind. In their mind, they can get away with it easier. See, and it's funny. As a society, even kids, even kids think, eh, well, she's blind, she'll never know. You know, I didn't breathe that into my kids. You know, it's so funny how it just, even as kids, they look at people with disabilities as less than. And so, please, guys, come on. Everybody needs to have a part in this, in, in teaching our kids that people with disabilities are equal. You know, nobody's better than anybody else in this world. We were all put here for the same purpose, and not one of us is better than the other, okay? Um, some of us may have better circumstances than others, but that doesn't mean that they are better, okay? Nobody has anything... Don't be jealous of anything that anybody else has if you're not willing to do what they did to get there, to get it, okay? You are your own person. And the way you raise your kids, if you think about it, you're raising the next generation of people that are going to rule this country. You know, who do you want ruling this country? People that are empathetic and understanding and inclusive of everyone or what we have now I mean it just it, it, we don't think about that we I don't th I didn't think about that as a parent about the fact that what I teach my kids is going to live on for generations and generations and generations you know I that's that's incredible so let's teach our kids the right thing Let's teach our kids how to love people, how to help people that have disabilities, how to advocate and stand up for people who have disabilities. Let us raise a, a generation of kids that are willing to stand up for what's right and willing to stand up for a stranger if they're being taken advantage of. You know, that's what this, is, this world should be. You know, I've, I stood up several times for people when I probably should have just minded my own business, but I can't stand to see people get mistreated because they have a disability. It, it just irks me, and, and I'm very passionate about it, and I want you guys to be passionate about it too. So let's get the conversation started, okay? Let's start talking to our kids about disabilities. Um, you want me to talk to them? If you'd like to do a, I can do a, a Facebook live event, anything like that that you guys want me to do, I am happy to do it. Let me know. 
Uh, talk to me on the Navigating Life with Lara and Garmin Facebook page, at Garmin Navigates on Twitter, or uh, Navigating Life, no, Garmin Navigates at Outlook.com. Uh, you know, let me know. Uh, if you got, you know, you guys have got ideas on ways that we can help our kids learn to be more inclusive. Um, any experiences that you've had? I'd love to hear if your kids have had experiences um, with bullying because of your disability. I'd love to hear how your kids have stood up for you. Um, any of your stories that you have would be great. We would love to love to hear them. Uh, until Friday, have a great week. Uh, I should be back from Florida, and uh, maybe I'll let you guys know how it went. Um, until then, like I say, don't take all the blessings, give some out. Talk to you Friday.